But I think at Bina we we put a great emphasis on the Jewish calendar. Yeah. So whenever a festival comes around, it's really important not to miss it. Like put it in your diary. You are listening to the JP Show, where we discuss the issues you care about from a Jewish perspective. I am Rabbi G. I am Rabbi Levy. And we hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another JP episode. Good morning, Rabbi Levy. How are you doing? Good morning. Thank God everything is good. Are you a bit more rested now that we've little had bit. over a week from our function? A little bit. The, the program, the program is going full force. And Purim's coming up. Purim's coming weeks. up, which is a very important day, very happy day. A lot of stuff happening pre-Purim, on Purim. Yeah. So it's uh, in true Bina style. It's all in a way of learning, a way of studying. Ins- inspiration. Inspiration, for sure. With a lot of happiness, of course, Absolutely. and celebration. Yeah. But I think at Bina, we, we put a great emphasis on the Jewish calendar. Yeah. So whenever a festival comes around, it's really important not to miss it. Like, put it in your diary. I think it's 24th, 24th of, of March, Sunday. Purim is 24th of March. The nights of the 20th, 23rd, 24th. Yeah. Correct. And then in 24th, it's a Sunday. So clear calendar. No one's working. It's great. Um, and there's going to be lots of stuff. So so yeah. stay tuned. Yeah. So what's our topic today? So uh, the topic actually came to my mind was sparked by a conversation. Um, and it's about personalities. And it's a very it's the spark Ooh. sort of a thought process in my mind about different personalities and my own personality and other people's personalities and what people like, uh, what like what type of personalities are more popular nowadays, what are less popular nowadays. And I think, you know, obviously there's very, a lot of different types of personalities, but I think we can divide them in terms of for, the, for this discussion, for the, for the sake of this discussion, into two types of personalities, the more quiet side and the loud side, or otherwise known as introverted or extroverted, outgoing or more, you know, quiet and private and those two types of personalities so first I want to um, let's let's just talk about for, for a few moments is there a good personality and a bad personality is, is it bad to be quiet is it bad to be loud is, are both of these things good or, you know what, what, what are your what are, what are your thoughts on that oh it's a good one this week yeah um, so in terms of that, I mean, there's a lot to say on introverted extrovert. This is a this is a great topic. My my mind is turning already. Yeah. Um, but first of all, I don't think I don't think you can generalize into a good personality or a bad personality. First of all, um, some people might like people who are extroverted. Some people might like people who are not. Yeah. That doesn't mean they're good or bad. But I will I'll put it a bit differently. So let's take an introvert person for example, right? See, unfortunately, what people do is they put people into boxes. So they, I think if you'd ask a lot of people, if you'd show them an introverted person, mm. they would say that person's very shy or, or antisocial, right. right? If you'd show them an extroverted person, they say, oh, that person's very social, is very confident, right? Yeah. And that's a complete mistake. That's where the mistake starts, mm. I think, because I know people who are introverted, which just mean they're more reserved. Sometimes actually it means greater maturity. Sometimes actually it means greater wisdom. They just measure. They don't just talk. They, they're careful what they say, when they say. Which in extreme maybe is a problem, but yeah. it's actually quite a good trait. Um, it actually doesn't mean at all. Um, it doesn't mean at all uh, antisocial or, or shy, right? 
I know people that just don't like loud socializing. <laughs> I just don't like it. But actually, uh, there's one particular person a while ago, like I'm talking about a, a year ago almost, right? That I thought that person sort of doesn't have a lot of friends. And I saw them interact with their friends. Yeah. With his, this person, their, their friends actually was amazing. Like, they had very, they have, they have not had, they have very deep friendships. Right. Um, and actually quite enjoyable friendships from what I can observe. It's done differently. The process is differently. Um, it's, it's done differently. So I think, so I guess to answer your question, I don't think it's good or bad. It depends weakness or not. So is a shy, is a very shy person very bad? So I wouldn't call it bad. I would call it limiting. It's not good to be overly shy. I mean, there's, so, but shy and reserved are two different things. Right. You know, I'll give you a personal example. Um, you would remember, but I, I remember even more, uh, your, your grandfather, Zaidi Tsumu. Yeah. I'd say he was an in, well, a bit of an introvert, meaning he, he was very comfortable with himself. He was quite happy with, with his own company. Yeah. Um, and he had a certain shyness reservation to him. He was a very smart person, but I wouldn't call him shy. I mean, he was very okay yeah. to say what he wanted to say when he wanted to say it. He was a person that was measured. He always he was thoughtful when he, the way he spoke, but I wouldn't call him shy. But shy, very shy is a weakness. Shy means an insecurity. Mm. Insecurity, I won't call it bad. It's a shy person, not a bad person. They have something to need to work on. Like yeah, everyone. there's something you need to work on because it's, not, it's limiting. Right. It's certainly limiting. But, right. the, but shy and introvert are two different things. So would you say, and I was, I was thinking about this, that society today puts a huge value to being loud and being outgoing and almost being immodest. And I don't mean modest. Like when I say modesty here, I don't mean necessarily in dress. I mean like modesty in terms of not everything needs to be shared. Not everything needs to be boasted. But I'll give you an example. Like, I wouldn't put politicians and celebrities in the category of people that are quiet and reserved. And yet, those are the people that we talk about all day. Like, those are people that you know run our societies. And then, you know, I'm not gonna. You know, we we don't get political on the show, so I'm not gonna name any specific politicians. But I'm sure you know certain names come to people's minds. You know, they're not exactly modest and and bashful and. Uh, it seems to be like those that get ahead, those that are valued by society, are the ones that are the loudest. Is, is that a true statement? Yeah, and I think, I think even within politicians also, I mean, there, were, there are some loud ones and there's some, there's some good ones, but, but you see, you, you started off the question by talking about what society values, right? So something comes to mind, if I can just share with you. So we did a, I did a series on a Thursday morning on narcissism, you remember that? Mm. Um, and I read something very interesting about not now I'm I'm using narcissism as an example not because all confident or loud people, people are, are narcissists <laughs> we're going to get to the good parts about being loud too, but yeah no no yeah. no please don't please don't misinterpret that but yeah. I'm just using an extreme example so you get the point right yeah. so with people who have who are narcissists or have narcissist tendencies there's an amazing research and that is um, that they tend to enter into relationships quicker and they tend to get very high level jobs quicker mm. than other people. The reason for that is because their narcissism comes with charisma and that charisma and loudness is often misinterpreted as confidence. Right. So people like confident people. Now I had, when I gave the series, someone actually told me this. Someone who listened, didn't come to the share. It was a, it was a husband of someone that listened to the share. And he actually told me that he wished he would have heard the class earlier because he hired someone to do the job he hired someone because he needed someone confident right. and the guy turned out to be a complete narcissist because the other part of the study is 
that narcissistic people fall out of relationships quicker and get fired quicker and they sure. can't work with people. Why? Because really what it comes down to is this. There's nothing essentially wrong with loudness. There's nothing essentially wrong with being reserved. There is something wrong with being arrogant. I'm talking about from a Jewish perspective now, of course. And there's something beautiful about being humble. Now, people misinterpret those terms too. Humble doesn't mean I'm actually quiet or I'm insecure. On the contrary. Humble means I can make space for others. I can let others shine. I can wait. I don't have to be the center of attention. Right? So a person can be very confident and still be humble and still make room for others. Right? So I think people like confidence. Yeah. And that's, that's okay because confidence is a good thing. Yeah. But you have to know how to read confidence. Is the confidence you're seeing, is it arrogance? Is it just center of attention stuff? Or is it real? Is it, is it humble? Mm. And, 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 you know, and I think what people choose or people go after the, um, you know, what they call confident people or the loud people is because they see confidence, but they don't always stop and think, hold on a second, what's beneath this confidence? Is it, is it just out there confidence, completely self-absorbed, or is it really humble, humble confidence? Right. So there's definitely, there's definitely um, a value and worth in humility and, and modesty and being a little more measured. Would you say, and I think there's also value in being outgoing. I'll give you an example, right? If someone is in a class, in a lecture, and there's like a lot of people there, and someone new walks in, you know, it looks a little bit uncomfortable. Usually I would say someone who's a little more reserved and shy is not the one that's going to be the one to run over and welcome them and say, oh, it's so, you know, it's so nice for you to join us. Someone who's a little more naturally outgoing and louder would be the one to perhaps make a newcomer feel more comfortable. Is that, is that, in other words, there's, there's good to that trait also, that idea that I'm able to... Or am I wrong? No, I think you're right. But you know, as you as you think as you're speaking, I'm thinking this is the key to this whole story, right? That you need both. Yeah. And we are all born with a personality, and each one of those personalities need to learn a bit of the other personality, right? So Which is what you always discuss, being human means not to be locked in one right. personality. Yeah, so not yeah, exactly, because that's the animalistic side of who we are. Animals have a personality and they can't really change, whereas human beings can, right? So yes. I know what you mean. Like you, sometimes you have those, those people that someone new will walk into the room and like the flamboyant sort of outgoing person will say, hey, so nice to see you. What's your name? Welcome. The truth is that that person does a really good job of welcoming the person, but not necessarily is that a sustainable relationship. You know what I'm saying? Because right. sometimes the arrogance comes out more later. and it, you know. So I think people being measured is, you know, there is the... the, the, uh, the Rambam and the Talmud tells us wise people um, uh, what's the exact expression their words are measured they always talk calmly yeah. they talk in a measured way and it's a sign of wisdom it's a sign of maturity there is something very special and very important and very critical in life in relationships in so many things to be able to hold back and make room for others right making room for others is critical to life survival it's critical to relationships critical to everything right now, sometimes a person naturally does that, but it also means they're a bit reserved, a bit quiet. So they need to learn the art of going over to someone and say, wow, welcome, so nice to see you. Um, I, I don't remember seeing you till now, you're unfamiliar face. Yeah. What, what's your name? Please and for someone what? a little more quiet, that is, that's a little harder. That could, that, that could be harder, correct. Um, you know, and then uh, there's, 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 there's tremendous value in, in being outgoing in that, in that way, to have that confidence, to have that strength of the you know in, in the work we do right if we see new people we have to have the confidence to say yeah. you know what are you learning what class do you want to come to you know and yeah. 
sometimes you go into a crowd, you're not sure, you know. So, yes, of course. But I think at the end of the day, everyone has to have a bit of both. The main thing is that we can never be insecure. Insecure is not a good thing. And we shouldn't be insecure because, because we have intrinsic value, we have intrinsic worth, and we have to overcome our fears and overcome our anxieties of, of social, uh, social anxiety and, the, and these kind of things. But at the end of the day, we also have to work on being wise and being humble and making room for others. And whatever personality we have will require a little bit of different work in the other direction, I think. Yeah, would you say that, I mean, this is true of many things, that when it comes to these things, the real question is not what my personality is. The real question is, what does the moment demand? What does is, what is God want from me? What's the right thing Correct. for me right now? Correct. So Correct. Um, I, I would say I'm probably more uh, naturally acquired a person, uh, an introverted person. Yeah, you do pretty um, well. Yeah, it's 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 it is somewhat against my nature. I must say, you know, by like for example, by the twenty fifth uh, event, singing in front of four hundred and fifty people is not natural for me. Yeah, uh, I must yeah. say, a little bit of whiskey definitely helps. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. Can't say I did it one hundred percent sober. Are you very giving away all the secrets? But um, no, it wasn't too much. It was just a little bit. A little bit of lachaim is always good. Um, but yeah, no. But I think we have to we have to be ready to work on ourselves to to go beyond our nature when it, it's demanded to. Yeah, no, and it's probably hereditary. I can tell you when I was, well, not your age, but before your age, when I was a teenager, I was actually very shy. Um, there are aspects of me still, I think, that way, but, but, and sometimes it takes work, but you're right, you have to, you know. On the other hand, you need to know that, again, when you see someone, I think, I think going back to what you said in the beginning, when you see someone that seems a bit more introverted, it doesn't mean that they don't have social traits, it doesn't mean yeah. that they don't have how to make relations with the country. It could be that they much better at it actually, yeah. Because it could be that they actually think more about the other, and it could be that they actually think, you know, they measured and they and they deeper and they more real. Sometimes flamboyance and, and this, you know outgoing charisma misinterpreted as, as confidence can, can be can be a problem. It can be a sign of self absorption. Yeah. Not necessarily. Obviously, not always. Yeah. Not necessarily. I mean, yeah. a lot of very outgoing people are very humble. Yeah. And that's and that's that's the key. Does any I mean you know when we talk about Jewish leaders, especially when we're talking about people like Moshe um, Rabbeinu and great people like that, you know it's very hard to talk about personality because obviously we're talking about very holy and divine people. But does any Jewish leader come to mind in your mind, someone who is I don't want to say naturally introverted, but definitely more inclined to stay to themselves, and yet did tremendous and things. They weren't loud people naturally. So as you say, it's very hard to examine personalities of great tzaddikim, great righteous people, yeah. but we do know of righteous people, of very, very holy people, that certainly preferred to stay with themselves. Yeah. I mean, the Rebbe, the Rosh Rebbe, for example, yeah. who someone only met him much later would think he's like an outgoing leader. I mean, the greatest leaders in Jewish history were the people who didn't want to become leaders. So the first 49 years of the Rebbe's life, he was extremely private and quiet Completely and barely people, spoke. I mean, people didn't yeah. know him to the point when the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe passed away. And, you know, there was he didn't have sons and he didn't have sort of a, a natural successor in that way. He, there were people that didn't know, like, who, who's this new candidate? Who's this right. new Rebbe? The son-in-law, but he kept very much to, to himself. There were a few people who got to know him and they knew how special he was. But, right, and, and, and it, was, it was fairly obvious. But he preferred and he resisted at the beginning, right? He, yeah. I mean, you can go back to the first Jewish leader, Moshe Rabbein also exactly. resisted. He argued with God. But know. Hashem, at the end of the day, told him that this is what's, going back to our previous discussion, this is what's demanded, this is what's needed. You know, you need to go to Mitzrayim, go to Paris face and just tell him, let my people go, even though it's totally not, I don't want, you know, sort of, so to speak, against his nature. Correct. But he needed to do that. When it, it. Be- when it became the mission, full force. Yeah. When that becomes your purpose, full force. 
But that takes work. For most of us, it takes a lot of work there. Yeah, that's okay. For sure. This was a very fascinating discussion. Very good. Yeah, good topic. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Anyone have any comments or questions, want to argue with us, share something, send it to the email in, in the description. Please do. Have a wonderful day, everyone.